I grew up super ambitious. I know. You always had big goals. I got to a place in my life where I finally gave myself the permission to pursue my dreams full time. But somehow, no matter how much effort you put in, you weren't able to accomplish your goals. I got very down on myself and I was ready to give up. I remember. And then something switched in you after you started observing the people who had what you wanted. Yeah, I understood that they knew something I didn't know. That their foundation of beliefs, awareness, and knowledge was different than mine. That's powerful. And you did what you needed to do. I made it my mission to learn and to unlearn. This is Joy Culture. A safe place to extract the wisdom of stories, become conscious of the unconscious, and choose beliefs that serve the life that we desire. Welcome to Joy Culture. I'm Toranj. I'm Anusha. And today we are continuing to answer the question cards that we answered on the last episode. Um, we got comments saying, how do you guys have answers for everything so fast? <laughs> like we talk a lot. We think a lot. We analyze a lot. There's a lot always going Happening. on. So we've got answers like this. Um, okay. We just okay. did this again. We did this video already in Farsi, so. And we have two good questions. Yes. It's hard for me to say yes to. Mm -hmm. what, what is it hard to say yes to for you? For me, anything that feels like self-betrayal, I'm not gonna, I'm not actually gonna say yes. It's not hard. It's, I have the little bit of like going back and forth the dynamic in me that like, should I say, should I not? But the minute I realize it's self-betrayal, I need to say no to no. that. I need to say no. Um, I won't, I won't say yes to things that self-betrayal. And one thing that I'm very aware of is if someone is a, um, guilt trips me mm. into something, I'm very aware of that because I love to, uh, be kind and love and express myself and share what I have and what I know. And be at service for and your friends. And be at service. I know that about through you. That, through decision of my heart that I made a decision and I want to do it for you. Not that you made me feel guilty or shame. I felt it. I'm doing it out of pressure. Yes. That does not work. I don't say, because I, I don't have a uh, people pleaser traits in me. I don't, I'm, I, don't, I'm, I don't have that personality in me. Um, I don't say yes to things like that. It's, mm. it's, 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 I'm very aware of it. So that's, that's my, what about you? Yeah. For me, it's also in the realm of self-betrayal for me. Um, a huge self-betrayal is if I have to pretend I'm enjoying something and that includes being somewhere. Mm. If, if I get invited to an event or someone's place and I don't go, it's because that day I didn't feel like going. And for me to go would mean that I have to be a performer. And I'm, I love performing, but not in my real life. I'm an actor, but I would not go and express myself in a way that is, um, that I have to put a mask on mm -hmm. and I'm going out of obligation, which is a huge part of the Iranian culture as well as you really do a lot out of obligation. There's um, a word that we have. It's called tarof. That is, it literally allows you to lie. 
Yeah, it's basically <laughs> like if you're at a party and someone offers you like chocolate and you'd be like, no, 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 no. And they'd be like, take, 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 please, take, please. take. And you'd be like, no, 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 no. Because like saying yes right away could be perceived as rude. Rude. So you have yes. to first say no. and Twice the, at least. Yeah, twice at least. And then the same energy. I, I think there are other parts of Asia that have this too. And yeah. we must look this up. But and it's the same thing when someone invites you out, you must go, you know, you must show face. Mm -hmm. And I think because we have that in our culture, um, I can't bring myself to do it at this age anymore, especially because I know it comes from a, a root. I, although it is part of our culture, it comes from a root that is um, self-betrayal. Self-betrayal, for sure. Um, yeah. it just And it doesn't feel authentic. It's just... I, I I would say every time that is hard for us to say yes to something means something within us is talking. It's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Mm, do you want to do mm, it? Mm. You need to tune into the intention of why are you doing it? Why are you saying yes or why are you saying no? Yes. The intention of whatever you're about to do will tell you that you're you like doing it or not. Is it authentic or not? Is it within your heart or not? The intention always clears the path in it's a beautiful. very beautiful way. In a very beautiful way. Yeah, like I want my friends to know that when I show up for them or when I come to an event or when I come, I really want to be there. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it 100%. All of my cells are aligned. My All my energy is aligned. I want to be there. And you see it in the way that I am and I interact. And the moment that is not there and it's out of obligation and I, frankly I don't want you to come over to my house or do anything for me yeah out of obligation, obligation. because energy doesn't lie energy does not like lie. you can feel that that person is not there fully, fully with you um and sometimes this is another thing and another thing to like maybe think about is if it doesn't bother you that someone is not there fully with you or you guilt trip them into yes. doing it with you, like doing something with you, means you're not there with them fully. Yes. That's the energy. That's the dance. If it's okay for someone to be half-assed with you and you're still mingling around and just having fun or whatever. And that's enough for you. Yeah, and that's enough for you means you're doing a half-ass dance dance too buddy <laughs> yeah i agree do everything with your full ass that is the moral <laughs> of the story with the full ass only the next question yeah that's a self-betrayal subject oh this one a risk i took that changed my life so many all the immigrants, all the immigrants, all the immigrants, all the immigrants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, moving out from home. what Whatever feels like home. It's uh, a risk. And it's, it's a risk because you're stepping into unknown. Which is also where the juice is. Yeah, that's how we got created from the unknown. Yeah, when I moved out, when I moved out from my city first to Tehran and then my country to the UK and then at another time from UK to San Francisco and then Los Angeles, <laughs> like I've done enough of like moving around and um, every time you take a risk to when you move out, you go to a new place, you don't know anyone, you don't know anything, you don't know the city 
I didn't know even the language when I moved out. Um, then, like, it, it, again, with my career acting, very risky. It's a very risky career. You think? I don't know. What are you saying? <laughs> so my whole life has been on a risk. Oh, life is a risk. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was going from, you know, it being the plan of my plan and my family's plan for me to get into law and then me quitting second year into university and deciding to pursue the arts. And that was extremely scary because not only did I have to prove it to myself that I could do it, but I had to prove it to my family that I have to do it. Yeah. And that was um, like, it was like, I have to make it. <laughs> like I have to. Like, especially if you're Persian. Especially if you're Persian. <laughs> Again, we're back to this culture of ours. Um, especially if you're Iranian, you have to become a doctor or a lawyer. Or an engineer. Or engineer. Like, and if you veer off, you better make it. You better make it. And then I decided, hey, let me start my own studio. I started my own studio in Vancouver and I had it for a year. It was a beautiful live work loft. And then I was like, no, mm -hmm. screw this. This is not enough. Let me just spread my wings more. And when I was 22, I moved to Mumbai, India, because I wanted to work with international magazines and celebrities and international brands. And they were all there. And so I did that when I was 22. And that was a massive risk. And I'm giving you the Cliffsnote version. Um, <laughs> but the risks, I mean, I left my, the love of my life, my boyfriend at the time, mm. who then, you know, was a British guy who then ended up marrying an, an Indian, Indian girl in Vancouver. <laughs> and I went to India. And it's so funny because the conversation started by him. Like when they met, he was like, Oh, you're Indian. Like, my girlfriend moved to India, and then they got married, and that was that was that. There you're you welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. For because I was the conversation starter. You're welcome. <laughs> I take credit for your marriage. That's funny. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was a risk. I really loved the guy. Yeah, I did, and I. But something in you. You want to talk about that? Something in you. That intuition. I just knew that the person that, that I want, that I wanted to be, was not going to develop in Vancouver, and he knew that too. Mm. He knew that too, and he knew that, like, although we would have a wonderful life together, I'm sure that there would be a part of me that would come back and wonder what I what could have been mm -hmm. um, and who I could have been. And the truth is, I'm very happy with who I am today. And I know it's because of the risks that I took. And it's because of not um, because of suffering greatly. <laughs> it's because of suffering. Greatly. And I know I wouldn't be this person if I stayed in Vancouver and married this wonderful man, although I would. He's he's just a, he's just fantastic. Um, and I'm sure I would have been very happy, but I would have not been me. Mm. Which is a, I think it's a big part of being happy if you're not you. I would have been another version of me, of yeah. course. Um, but I think this is the me that I always knew I mm -hmm. ought to be. Yeah. And I took the risks that there's an impulse in us. There's always yeah. this impulse and it talks, it talks, it talks, it talks, and it never shuts up. That's your authenticity. And has its own language. Yeah. Has its own language. Has its own words. And everybody is 
connected their to their own authentic self to their own authenticity you just have to tune in more to understand that lang- language and to just listen to it mm-hmm. and then it's put it into knocking. action it's going to keep knocking oh yeah till you you will you will you will always circle back to whatever your intuition was telling you in the first spot you will always circle back and there's this thing about risking that we were talking about that the word i wish I did it. I wish, wish, wish. It's very harming. It's very hurtful. It's very painful when you have so many wishes and you knew you were capable of doing something. You knew you had it in you. And you knew that authentic self was talking to you and was saying, go for it. Yes, this is what we want. This is how we want to expand the awareness. That's how we're doing, helping the consciousness. Yeah. Um, with you moving around, with you exploring, with you stepping into the unknown and just like going for it and you didn't and you sit with this, I wish, I wish, I think is the most heavy thing. It's extremely that heavy. exists. And I, I, again, I held my, the steam you can say for, for years because I was supposed to be in India for one year, maybe two years, and I kept staying and I stayed 10 years. Mm. And it was an extremely fruitful 10 years. Um, but my, that, you know, Anusha, I refused to put any art on my walls mm. for 10 years because every year I would say, this is the last year that I'm staying here. You and didn't I, want to make it feel like home. I didn't, I never made my apartment feel like home. If you came into my apartment, you would have thought that I had just moved in. Or you're about to move out. Or I'm about to move out because um, I knew that I w- didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was an important place. Um, I loved I loved being there for so many reasons, but it wasn't connected to, to where I ultimately wanted to be in my authenticity. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I never, I never built my home. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I kept staying because I didn't listen to that authentic that voice. Sad, I kept yeah. extending a year and a year and a year yeah. until it got to a point where I had established myself as a photographer and then an actor so much that people were like, are you insane that you're going to leave now? You're going to leave after, you know, Making you it have photographed everyone in the industry yeah. and, you know, you just started your acting career and it's taken off wonderful and you've worked with great studios and actors and now you're going to go and be nobody in Los Angeles. Yeah. And, you know. But that's what your authentic self wants. And I couldn't put the art on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't put the art. So I was like, it's either yeah. this, this is going to go up or I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to go to LA and be nobody and then yeah. step into the unknown. And I feel like one of the things that has helped me when I tune in to my authentic self to know is this my authenticity that is telling me to do this? Is when I tune into the energy of being a service. Being in service? service of myself Ooh. or others or life or wow. the consciousness. That's how I tune in to my authentic self. Because I know the path and the result that I can kind of imagine that would give me. It would be in, in service of me. Wow. Or the world. Which that's ultimate... how I tune in to my, like, that's one of the paths. 
that I tune into my authentic self that I know that's authentic. Well, and, it, and the crazy thing is when you are in service of yourself, and I mean the highest expression of yourself, I'm not mm -hmm. saying you're in service of your bad habits or addictions. That's but not when, service, actually. I know. Yeah. But when you're in service of what is in, in alignment with your wellness, mm -hmm. then you are more in service with the people around you 100%. and the world around you. So servicing, serving yourself serves others, which again goes back to the party we were talking about. Mm -hmm. If you go to that party and you don't want to be there, you're not in service to you and you're party, probably a party pooper. Yeah. You know, and that's what I tell people. I'm like, trust me, you don't want me there if I don't want to be there. <laughs> you don't want me there. No, no. Because again, it's not half us. <laughs> and me not being in service to me is not going to let me be in service to you. For sure. For sure. So yeah. I think, I think both of those questions led us to authenticity. Yeah. Again, and our higher self. Isn't it interesting? I always think about this because I, 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 I started my career as a fashion photographer and fashion photography and advertising were always about aspirational mm -hmm. content. Everything models had to be aspirational. Like you looked nothing like them. And of course there's a lot of that still, of course, but everything was, you know, you wanting to, you looking at something that is unattainable and aspirational. Whereas now because the consciousness has shifted more to being more authentic, now brands are going shit, shit, shit. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure that the people in our ads look like the people who are purchasing our products. Look like life. Look, look like, like life. life. Exactly. And let it be about authenticity rather than aspiration. Mm -hmm. um, because people understand that energy. Yes. They tune into that energy. They trust that energy. Even though we don't know what's that language, what is that oneness? But well, we trust it unconsciously without like even being really aware of it. Trust what? Trust the authentic self within a brand. When oh, they yes, are authentic, yes, yes. you trust it. Somehow yes. you trust that. You don't know what it is. You don't know the language. I don't know what, what they did. But if they're authentic, you're like, I can trust these people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That was all for today. Thank you so much. If you like this video, if you feel like it's going to help someone, um, serve someone, or you just want to share it because it's fun, um, please, please share it. Do so. Like it. And subscribe. subscribe. Thank you. Bye.